嘟嘟嘟 ，You're tuning to Salesforce Web Podcast Episode A, PMD Apex. Okay, so you just mentioned the PMD and the PMD Apex, right? So we want to、uh, dive into that part as well. So you said it's like a code analyzer tool, right? The PMD. So how do you port it into Apex, and what does it really do? Could you give some simple examples or elaborate it more? So as I said, it's The 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 type of software is called static code analyzer. The static is the important part. It doesn't. Okay. There, there. Have you ever heard about the tool check marks? No. That is from Salesforce. This is not a static code analyzer. It really checks code during runtime. You know when when、oh. code runs, um, you really know which method calls which other method. And this is used by Salesforce for doing security review. You know when、oh. you. When, for the ISV, the yeah, managed packages, when you, when,、right. yeah, for, for for security issues, when you、ah. put some stuff on the App Exchange, and they check your code if if there's not a security leak. But、okay. this is really you you basically need to run the software.、Mm-hmm. But now Salesforce is run on their servers, so、um, static code and analysis analysis is something which is also very helpful. It just takes the classes as they are with the source code and parses. Them and basically applies some rules. Just imagine, um, you know, you, I'm, I'm sure even after three months, you heard about the rule that you shouldn't have SQL inside of loops.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when there are some limits about how many SQL queries you can do, and if it's in a big loop, it, it will basically crawl your,、uh, break your stuff. So, um, and and a static code analyzer is perfectly able to do that because he knows where is a loop,、mm-hmm. and if Inside the loop, there's a SQL statement. He will basically tell its system there's an issue, and and with PMD, PMD is written in Java,、okay. and which parses the language and then basically looks for a bunch of、um, rules, notifies of errors, it gives out a report. It's basically a big Java program which runs on the command line, and yeah. And it exists for Java for years, for a century. I don't know. Okay. And I I I came from a Java background, and a, a few years ago, I was thinking about how we can somewhat guarantee code quality across the teams and across the the, the skill level. And I thought, I mean, Apex is 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 Java under the hood. It's basically less than Java, so it should be really easy to take. Something that is for Java and make it work for Apex. What's it that easy? I thought. 
That's what I thought. Okay. But then I learned about how complicated parsing languages is and how nifty the details are. And um, I did this together with a student in the student project. He helped me a lot with that. And we, but we, we basically um, couldn't make it. We weren't smart enough to to write our own Apex parsers. Others did around that time. So there was already a commercial product around. Um, at the time, um, but then I thought there must be an open source parser in a way because Eclipse, um, the force.com IDE, it seems to parse my code. I, I just tried my Eclipse without internet connection and it did it. It knew what the methods were and and then I thought uh, maybe I should somewhat reverse engineer the force IDE and I find out there was a parser, okay. but it, there was no code. And then, yeah, what I did, I, I basically contacted the guys who uh, made the Force ID, Force.com IDE and asked them, hey, could I just use your parser? And they said yes. And then um, they were very helpful. We struggled because we didn't have source code, but it, it, it worked out. And so after half a year, I, I, I was able to parse Apex. And then I, I took, there are hundreds of Java rules, but... I, I, it took me more time to decide which rule to keep than which not to keep. And I, I ported like a set of 20 rules, wrote a, a bunch of rules which doesn't exist in the Salesforce world, like don't do suckle in, inside of loops. Hmm. And then I published it. And then I went to Dreamforce and talked about it. And you know, and then, then people got interested. It would, the room was full of people. And, the, the, the great guy, Scott Wells, from the IntelliJ extension, Illuminated Cloud, basically programmed the PMD extension um, for his IDE during the Dreamforce session. And then others jumped on and um, basically and, and all the coding tools around VS Code or so we have um, there, there is a PMD extension. So yeah. PMD was adopted by the tooling providers. I'm... I'm not sure if if there are really many developers already using it, but mm -hmm. I hope okay. our 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 talk will take part in changing that. Okay, I I love this story. So was the force.com IDE using the PMD under the hood for the parser? No, no, no. So it's no, another uh, one. No, PMD is it needs a parser. You you basically. For a static code analyzer, um, it needs a parser for the languages parsed, and, mm -hmm. and PMD had a Java parser which yeah. we could use. So we we took the the parser from the force.com IDE and made it work with PMD. Ah, okay, okay. So um, it PMD is 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 a framework because PMD can also check C sharp code or JavaScript. And for every language, it has its own parser and its own set of rules. Okay. So when, sometimes people really say PMD is my baby, but it's not. I just wrote a language extension and okay. contributed some rules. Other people also contributed rules. But but this is basically it. PMD takes the source file, breaks it down into what's in there. And then there are some rules which basically say... Do you have loops? And then it, mm. the parser says yes, I have two of them. And then isn't then the rule says um, 
do they have soccer loops inside of them? And then the oh. person says, yes. And then PMD says, okay, rule issue. Okay. And how it, 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 it basically applies all the rules it knows about Apex and Visual Force to all the Apex and Visual Force mm. stuff in your directory, and then it outputs a list. Okay, right. now, now, now I get it. So PMD yeah. is like a abstract framework that yeah. we need to feed in like a parser for different languages and feeding uh, extra rules that the parser can help to. Right. Okay. If, okay. if okay. you check the PMD um, project page, you see you can, but, but Java is the biggest tool there. Mm. For, for C Sharp and C++, there were other tools. So it's, it's, it cannot, PMD cannot deny that it comes from Java background, but um, it's, it, it is used by some other languages. Okay. And PMD is is basically used by many plugins and tools. So when I did it, there was already an Eclipse plugin for PMD, which then could immediately be used in the force.com IDE. So when I did this Dreamforce talk two years ago, I also could show how wonderful it works in the IDE. So this means the developer writes a class, runs PMD, and sees some bad stuff. Okay. And back then, I didn't like that. I didn't want to, to make code quality like a private hobby of developers. I wanted to have it in my continuous integration. So I, I, there are some, some companies that basically sit on top of your GitHub. And when you commit or pull request, they, they can do something like circle CI. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I found a company which, which, which had such a thing, and they allowed me to build a PMD engine. And after that, I was able to, whenever somebody checks in, PMD is run on the GitHub commit. Mm -hmm. And then you get an email that you you have some issues. And, right. Ah, okay, okay. Mm, I, I got your point. So um, it's not only about some local fun you have as a developer. No, it's really... It's, it's a building it's, quality it's already. It's a required tool. And up to go, when, when you are done with your user story, mm. you, you check it in. You see what PMD tells you. You fix the, the, the naive problems. When I say naive, I mean the trivial stuff that, right. that other developers don't want to take care of. And then fix them. And then you can go into a human code review. Mm. Okay. So it's like a one extra automated code quality check by PMD. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, what kind of out-of-box rules does PMD Apex, especially for the Apex language, nowadays already offer? Um, what do you mean out of the box? Uh, like, uh, if I install PMD, what kind of rules can I already run? Um, yeah, P as in PMD has, I think, around 30, 40 rules. I don't know. J some J Java stuff, like okay. styling. Um, um, People they they fight about how the the braces should be and <laughs> there should be a space between four and the the, yeah. the brace and and how method should be called method should be uppercase or lowercase and global variables stuff like that mm -hmm. um that's that was important to me it's it's not super configurable so the 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 style rules in 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 PMD they basically check that the the Apex code adheres to to Java Sun standards, so um, that that's one part. There are other rules which check 
the, the, the complexity of code. This is really actually my favorite. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a rule which, which does some, some scientific stuff. It counts how many different paths um, the compiler can go through your method or code. Just imagine if you have a class which just calls two methods, there's basically one path. But if you have an if else, you have two paths. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Stuff like this. And, and it's called cyclomatic complexity. And it basically tells you how many different tests do you need to really semantically cover this method. So um, if, if a method has a, has a cyclomatic complexity above 10, you basically know it's a mess. It's not understandable. It's not testable. So it it also tells you about the complexity of your code. Then there are many security rules, which check stuff that are important for the, the, the security review by Salesforce. Mm -hmm. If you used escaping in the right place, if you do uh, some field level security checks and CRUD checks before you do the ML, they were contributed by people from Salesforce. So this is really um, great work. Those security rules are really complicated to write. Um, mm. And there was a guy back then who wrote many of those um, things. What else do we have? Yeah, stuff like too, class too long, uh, method too long. Mm. Um, okay. All the stuff that makes classes really look like spaghetti code. Um, at the beginning, you mentioned the syntax check, because um, I understand in Apex, no matter which IDE you are using, the syntax wasn't so important. And the, the Apex language is not a case-sensitive language either. I see code with all different styles, no matter where the bracket is. So it always yeah. goes well. Right. No, no language does. No, it, Java also doesn't care. Okay. I mean, uh, Salesforce is is even more special. I think um, when they when they invented Apex, they thought the language should work for Java developers and C Sharp .NET developers. That's okay. why um, they got loose on this uppercase lowercase thing. Okay. But I don't know. I I absolutely know that in Teams it's crucial. It's not it's not important if where the brace is, but it should always be in the same spot. You're right. Because people can really go religious, and I this <laughs> is just a, such a waste of of thinking time of smart people's. Yeah. It's it, there is no true or false. There's, I mean, yeah. It's, just make one at the beginning yeah, of the project and stick one, to right. that. It's it right and and uh, yeah. It's, I didn't mean syntax. Syntax is the stuff the compiler checks. I meant formatting. Mm, yeah. Right, right. But, but also like method names and yeah. the, the, the simple stuff. If, if a method is, if a global variable is not a public final, is not, is not written total, full uppercase, you don't recognize it. As such a such a such a, such a property, and then you mm. might misuse it. And this is just stuff that it's it's boring in the Java world, but in Salesforce world, it's really a, a great new tool. Okay. And when you look at the up to go code base, everything looks equal. So so from if you don't read the stuff, um, you you cannot recognize who it, who made it because okay. it looks absolutely the same. And yeah, 
Just just to make it clear, those formatting rules were from the Java language, and we can just use it in in the Apex. Yeah. I, no, no, I I I had to import every single oh, okay. rule, but I just decided that the Java rules are cool. It, it was totally egoistic. I I never wanted to make a product. I I said. I this my my student he said shouldn't we also add stuff for others and I said I don't care it's an open source project we make it like we use it PMD mm. lets you really configure how severe stuff is mm. and and I said yeah stuff that we think is important we make it important and if anyone hates it he can just make a pull request and we discuss it and then we do it yeah exactly. So, if anybody downloads PMD and thinks the rules are too strict, that's perfectly okay. I'm mm. very strict on code quality, but it's it's highly configurable. So. Okay. Uh, I I need to ask you a question because I'm kind of junior in Salesforce here. Is there any way the IDE that we're using can auto format the Apex code? Yes, um, there is. Um, um, I don't want to do advertisement, but I really love Illuminated Cloud. Um, it's the IDE of my choice. Um, okay. Um, you know this plugin for IntelliJ? Yeah, I know it that. Can do it. It can do it. It it does auto formatting. Really? It, it okay. Can, it can do a lot of stuff that PMD does even better. Okay. I mean, PMD will tell you that your formatting is wrong after you checked in and. You can configure Illuminated Cloud to do it instantly when you save. And it's the same with like unused code or whatever. So I think tooling providers that build the IDE can do stuff like PMD much cooler, much mm. faster, much more often. Why should people care about formatting at all? Everybody can write how ugly he wants. Yeah. And before you save or yeah, I yeah. I don't like it. I really I'm re really I'm really very serious about uh, how I write code. Even if I just want to try out just some stuff, I format it right. But but yes, IDEs can do it. Okay. Yeah. But I think I, it's yeah, I know this illuminated cloud. Uh, I know it's a paid service, couple hundred bucks a year, right? On top of uh, IntelliJ license. Yeah, IntelliJ is free. Uh, you have to check it out. I think it's it's cheaper for all source, okay. but yeah. it's um, it's cool. It's it's a good price, and yeah. there are other players out there. Yeah, because so, you know the we all have PMD. Um, there is this this great new IDE for young hip developers. I never I never liked those editor like IDEs because oh, okay. they're IDEs. But Visual Studio Code seems to be a really cool tool. Salesforce decided to to quit this Eclipse business. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a very cool PMD plugin for it. I know of the Welkin Suite um, um, as a very cool um, IDE based on top of the real uh, the real Visual Studio. And yeah. Yeah, it has, of course, has a Microsoft supporting yeah. on the back. And I actually have done a show uh, in my another podcast with the core support in, in the team. And uh, this seems to have a really good team and a really active supporting, fixing all the bugs yeah. and all the issues over there. So, But the thing is that the, the Salesforce plugin, the official Salesforce plugin in Visual Studio Code, is still kind of catching up. 
It doesn't have the order formatting. It doesn't does the syntax highlighting that well. Sometimes it just yeah. does it in the wrong way. Yeah, um, yeah I think there's it's a lot of work. Bad. That's why I, I was so happy with Illuminate Cloud because <laughs> right. I basically I was basically one of those who who, who thought the, the force.com IDE would ever catch up with a decent Eclipse Java IDE. Mm. And then other players came around and died and then and then Salesforce DX came up and they totally switched gears. No, we don't want IDEs anymore. We, we just want, want this Emacs style, hip developer style. <laughs> they, they basically, from one day to the other, CLI became cool. Um, yeah. I, I'm not working at Salesforce, so I can say this. I hated CLIs for the rest of my life. I, okay. I don't memorize commands. Even I, I hate black backgrounds, whatever. I really want shiny IDEs with many buttons where I can use my mouse. I don't want to hack in a CLI, so I'm. I never made. I, I did. They they lost me the minute they they said CLI is cool. But I I know I'm I might might be too old for that. Yeah, but uh, it's it's like a people's choice. I think yeah. everybody has a, the. Yeah. Everybody should choose his tool. That's the. Uh, good, good, good craftsmen do do sometimes discuss which hammer is better, but in the end they are building cool right. cool roofs and right, right. Um, okay, where we are, we have talked about the IDEs, and um, I think we were in the out of box rules for the PMD Apex, right? Do what? Uh, the auto box and the 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 auto box the by default ah, rules the auto, right auto that that were what we were discussing and then we yeah. go off topic. The box so always <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a product. It's, <laughs> okay. it's uh, let me just uh, I don't want to show it, but I can so, using yeah. PMD is really that simple. You you download the binary package, unpack mm. it, it um, go to your command line. Put in like PMD, given the source of your classes, say this is for Apex, and then say please output the report to the command line or to, to HTML and then run it. And then it runs for a minute and then you open a file and it says, okay, in your whatever, in your opportunity controller, you have three problems. Yeah, that's yeah. it's that simple. And and those tools basically take this output and show it in a nice fashion. Mm. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I have already tried PMD uh, both in my spare time and in an official customer project. Uh, just uh, the customer project, it's already like an ongoing project. Uh, by the time we start to try PMD, it has already like a 200, 300 warnings. So it was uh, kind of ah, what has happened and uh, what we really need to fix. Then we we dive into details, and then we realize the things are given, the warnings, the informations are important. Are actually are, are super like precise, and but we just didn't have time during the kind of project to fix. That's all good. Of them. That's yeah. good. Mm. We all, we also get a lot of false positives. So um, okay. Um, I mean, there there are like regularly every month there are some like many issues in the the GitHub repository of PMD where people say, 
ah, this rule doesn't work for whatever, for communities or with this with the new switch statement, whatever. So there, are, there's still a lot of room for improvement. Mm -hmm. So I'm really happy to hear that you didn't get back wrong <laughs> issues. Yeah, many of them. We haven't gone through all, yeah. but many of them are definitely really pro providing values already. Yeah. That's good. You don't have to fix them all. Right. It's really, that's what I say. Exactly. Mm. Um, um, yeah. It's like um, <laughs> you don't have to switch from not knowing about what it is to perfectionism. Right. You can just leave it as it is, but knowing about what issues you have in existing code will yeah. make things ne harder next time. And yeah. so I don't put a lot of pressure when I do reviews to developers. Mm. I really, when, when somebody, we do code reviews, um, and when people commit to me, I tend to really comment on basically every line. Okay. And then people are really scared to death. And <laughs> say, you don't have to. <laughs> Just fix one and read all the others. And next time you won't do it. So it's it's not really, it, I mean, really, we as developers, we, we have to, it's our, it's our responsibility to do our job good. Mm. But we also have to respect that we don't get paid for fixing the stuff from last year, and yeah. refactoring won't pay our salaries. So um, pragmatism indeed. is really important in that. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, one last question I want to talk about the PMD is um, how easy or how difficult it is to create the custom rules. Very good question. Because this is where I'm a bit disappointed. Okay. I expected I expected many companies to jump on the topic, use it like big ISVs, mm -hmm. and then say, "Oh, those rules are not sufficient, or we need more." And then I, I really expected to MVPs and some famous bloggers and developers to jump on it and write it. And I contacted many of them, and um, it's it's not that hard. There are two ways how you can build custom rules. There's one way which is super dead simple, and it's XPath. Have you heard about that? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's so on the web. Basically, right? an XML-based description of a rule. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to go this, this full open source circle. If you, the, okay, the other part is a Java-based rule. You have to mm -hmm. basically go to GitHub, fork the repository, check it out, add your rule, run all the tests, make a pull request, have it accepted by the PMD maintainers. This takes a while. This takes a while. Mm -hmm. And this might really scare the shit out of people. But it, actually, it's easy. But um, yeah, but but XPath rules are easy because you don't have to do anything. You, you can just do it in your local configuration. Uh, for example, my plan is to sh to show in this um, in my my second Dreamforce talk. I hope to to get it in how mm -hmm. to write a simple. I always see system debug statements in developer code when they commit stuff, and there's no rule that will warn you that you still have a. You know, system debug statements are really time consuming. If there's a developer console watching it, it will really slow down your code, and so you should remove it. 
-hmm. And I will show that you need like a, a five line um, X path rule to, to get rid of them. And then okay. some smart developers in the audience might say, yeah, but this is not true. I need sometimes to leave them in because they are there to debug problems. And then I will basically say, okay, then you need a Java rule and show how to make it a little bit more complicated in Java. But mm. it's, I mean, everybody who's listening to us and wants to know it can just go to GitHub, look into the PMD rules and look how long they are. And I could never have written this framework on my own. I was really just copying over Java stuff and trying to, to make sense out of it. But the most rules are super easy, like to suckle in, in, in loops. It's really a method which says I'm a PMD rule. And then you, you have a method which basically stops when it finds a loop mm -hmm. and then check all the children. Is there a um, suckle? And then you say at issue. So it's a little bit more of concepts, but mm. yeah. I, I would say it's too much for junior developers, but but all the architects and CTOs out there that have top-notch um, uh, apps out there and make millions on the Salesforce platform, they, it should be easy for them to right. contribute rules. So okay, uh, yeah, I also really wish people and could I would, really. I would I would do some 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 training. I would yeah, I think we need code with with important people uh, if they could just write some PMD rules. Mm. I found this part kind of interesting because um, when by the time I joined Salesforce for one month, I already started thinking, okay, from the other mature local combining languages like uh, C-sharp. So those things already have a really good um, static code analyzer and uh, and here we have the PMD, why people are not so interested in using it. And then I searched by Google, then I found that there's a PMD and I had this Apex contribution that you made. Mm -hmm. That's the, I mean, it's not that popular. People are not, I don't know, maybe you know more than Yeah, than I, have my, I have my theory. Okay. Theory. And my theory goes that way. Ten years ago or so, Salesforce basically marketed that they had with just no software logo. Can you remember that? Right, right. Uh, the the, the mm. logo was the word software, which was um, marked out, so like a sign, no mm. software. Um, so software and writing code, that's what, what the CEOs and CTOs hated out there. They knew this this developer guys are complicated and and <laughs> it will cost millions and we we will de be dependent for the next years so salesforce is not like an engineering company they are not like google they they are not super attractive for developers hmm. if you when you look out to all the marketing material and what mvps say they they basically tell you you don't need to code you can just be an awesome admin and do some, some clicks in the process builder and then you have some business value. And um, they need, I mean, this is really just my theory. I mm -hmm. hope any Salesforce pe person out there don't hate me for that. But um, if, if you have a platform like Salesforce, you want people to come in. You don't want people to be afraid of your platform because mm -hmm. they say it's complex or I can't do. And 
and they they're really good at showing people that were teachers and now they are trail players um if you have a platform and you do this marketing thing you don't tell people that coding is hard did you read have to read like 10 meters of books and learn about efficiency and about static code analysis it's it's unsexy it's it's mm. it's not something I really one time in in, in the last four years I contacted the trailhead people and said should we do a clean code stuff on trailhead and I don't know <laughs> that's <laughs> like, the answer it was like trying uh, into a desert um, yeah okay. it's 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 but, different it's like um yeah mm, that's interesting i mean by the time we publish our episode um we should have seen another episode i have done with uh, sarah from actually from trailhead team she was really experienced and she oh, the, the, the inventor the no no she she's like uh joining salesforce for a couple months only Okay. Yeah, she, but she's kind of experienced. She was in Microsoft Stack, and she has written a lot of technical books, and she has done a lot of self, kind mm. of self-employed uh, projects as well. Mm. And uh, from her word, I understand the Trailhead platform has expanded to different topics. For example, the the new JavaScript feature, the ES right. 2015, those stuff. I uh, was catching up in the platform. So I think clean code at least. Yeah, you could cover it, but then you would have to decide who, who should do it. Absolutely, uh -huh. they talk about agile, they talk about gender bias, and it's, okay. it's a cool platform, but it 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 gets it, it really gets quite advanced soon, mm. you know? Mm. And, and you always have to fight this mentality of getting things done fast. I mean, all the blocks and trailheads are about that you can basically change the world in, in a minute. <laughs> okay. and, and, and some, yeah. some AI, but they don't tell us that AI is super hard. And yeah, that's, that's something I also hate. Basically starve to death and no, yeah. it's about change the world. And, and, and as, as, a, yeah. as a German engineer, I just say sometimes <laughs> um, reality doesn't fit what marketing needs. And, I would say PMD and clean code and static code analysis falls into this unsexy <laughs> bucket. Yeah. yeah, I understand. Well, yeah. uh, well, that's why we have this uh, Salesforce Way podcast. We try to advocate the developer-related topics, even if Salesforce doesn't like it. <laughs> they like it. They like it. All right. Um, I think that's all we want to discuss for today. So before we are closing this session, do you, Robert, still have something else you want to say? No, thanks for invitation. I really, it was a pleasure talking to you. I liked the question. I, I hope there are many people interested in it, and I, I just can, uh, not restate. I didn't state mm -hmm. it. Yeah, people should get, be free, uh, feel free to get in contact with me on Twitter wherever you will find me on google and, and if you are interested in one of those topics i'm i'm not a coach i'm not an i, I cannot consult your company but I, I will sure help you as a single person to to get in this into this area and um yeah, yeah. the more people think about this the more people do it yeah. the more we will all benefit so yeah yeah thanks Thank again Thanks, Robert, for coming to the show. I will add all those information, your Twitter information, PMD, 
the GitHub repository, the URLs to our show notes, so our Very listeners cool. could could find it out. Okay. Nice evening. Th- thanks, Robert. Talk to you later then. Bye. Bye bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the end of the show. I really appreciate you spend your time with me, and I'd love to connect to you, my listeners. If you have any advice, idea, opinions, or simply a greetings to each other, my Twitter, LinkedIn, email information can be all found at the website salesforceway.com. Oh, oh, by the way, it occurs to me some of you are not yet subscribed. If you're one of those people who are not subscribed to the show, go salesforceway.com, hit the RSS feed or the link to the iTunes to subscribe, so you won't miss any of our shows in the future. Okay, so with all this out of the way, I'd say having a great day and see you the next time.